It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And welcome in. It's the It's All Thunder podcast, hosted by the iHeartRadio Network the iHeartRadio app, and the Big 920. My name's Mitch Nels, a.k.a. Thunder, here on the It's All Thunder podcast. Always a good time, always fun. Uh, We talk to a lot of authors, we talk to a lot of website makers, a lot of community members, what's going on, what's new and exciting, and there's so much new and exciting right now. Um, You know, we we were so snowed over by the Milwaukee Brewers playoffs run. And we had such a good time. It was unbelievable. Uh, it didn't end the way we wanted it to. You have game seven at home. You like to win that game, and that's, that's a tough pill. Uh, but for a team that wasn't supposed to get to this point uh, really under anyone's expectations until next season, uh, the fact that we get to have a really exciting hot stove league at this point and see what changes the Brewers make as guys uh, file through free agency. And, uh, you know, David Stern's always got to trick up his sleeve with a trade or something like that. So we will follow the Brewers as we always do. Uh, the Green Bay Packers in a little bit of a struggle right now. Uh, that loss at the Rams, trading Ty Montgomery, trading HaHa Clinton Dix, uh, some moves that. Uh, you know, probably a week ago, we didn't necessarily think would be made. Haha, probably less surprising then. Uh, but Ty Montgomery certainly uh, sealed his fate uh, with t- deciding to take the ball out of the end zone, then not talking to the media, and then trying to defend himself, uh, and just all sorts of locker room um, uneasiness uh, surrounding Ty Montgomery's performance in that game, and probably, frankly, uh, his performance to this point, because at one point he was the starting running back, and uh, you could argue he was the third string running back at this point and really not seeing the field uh, too, too much these days. On today's podcast, it is my pleasure and honor to bring in again uh, the author of FantasyFootballForever.com. He is Moish Steigman. Uh, Moish, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, Thunder. Great to see you. Great to see you as well. Always a pleasure. Thank you. Uh, And uh, I know I got a chance to see you um, under not great circumstances uh, Monday evening um, as we know, uh, the, uh, the, the shooting in Pittsburgh, uh, this past Saturday, uh, at a synagogue, um, and in just the, the horror uh, of that uh, entire situation. Um, I talked about it a little bit on the radio on Tuesday. I think, uh, that Monday night, there was a community wide, um, event, uh, a, a vigil, uh, really to honor, uh, those who were killed and to kind of stand up and say that, uh, you know, this is enough and this is not okay and this should not happen. Um, and I know uh, you're a member of the clergy and the Jewish faith, and uh, they had a moment where they brought all the clergy in the room onto the bima, which is the stage uh, of our synagogue, and not just Jewish, though. I mean, of every faith, and there are estimated, what, like 70 people on the stage, so all these different faiths up on the bima together, um, and, and, you know, it was just an amazing sight to behold. I'm guessing it was pretty special to be a part of as well. You know, I've heard a few people come up and say how, how meaningful it was to see all the clergy on the, on the beam on the stage. And my response to everyone is, it should have been on stage. I mean, I'm standing up there, yeah. and the the sanctuary in the synagogue, it's a big sanctuary. 
They opened the walls in back. They put seats all the way uh, to the back of the social hall. They had all the double walls open. Uh, there was there were people were standing kind of like two deep. It was standing room yes. only two two people in, and standing out there and seeing what was estimated at eighteen hundred yeah uh, community members of the Greater Milwaukee community who are out there. You know, I, I, I agree with you. You know, being on stage with with seventy members of the clergy is is, is remarkable. But standing out there and just seeing everyone there, it's it's one of those images that that I, I I imagine will stick with me for a long time. Absolutely, and I know that there's pictures all over Facebook. There's pictures on my wall and other articles in the Journal Sentinel and all the TV stations were there. So if you want to get more information, it's definitely there. We'll we'll touch touch on this a little bit uh, more later in the podcast. Um, but it, you know, it's it's kind of uh, you know, funny's not the right word, but. Um, you know, so you're a member of the clergy, but you're also a member of the fantasy football <laughs> clergy as well. If, if there was a clergy of fantasy football, um, because it really is a passion of yours. Uh, and so you've created the site fantasyfootballforever.com. Um, you've been on the podcast a couple times. And uh, I have a bone to pick with you right away. Right away. Let's I mean, hear we're, it. we're getting right to it. Let's hear it. Um, and I actually agreed with you. So it's not, I don't really have a bone to pick with you. But Jameis Winston, I got to go after you right away for Jameis Winston um, because I totally agreed with you. When he was reinstated, Fitzpatrick still the job. Fitzpatrick still deserved the job. But we both knew that Fitzpatrick was going to implode at some point, and he did. And Jameis Winston stepped up, and Jameis Winston was great. And then last week, Jameis Winston was a debacle, and Fitzpatrick came in, and he had his Fitz magic, and now he's starting again. First of all, like you're not a reporter in Tampa, so I'm not expecting you to know the ins and outs of the Buccaneers organization. But it's a train wreck right now. Even if they're winning games, it doesn't matter. Like, you can't just keep bouncing back and forth. Quarterback who's hot, and we believe in this guy. No, we believe in this guy. No, this guy's the future. Well, this guy's right now. I mean, it, you can't build a successful franchise that way. No, they, they don't look like a playoff team to begin with. Right. Right. Um, if if Winston were uh, toxic in the locker room or if he were, were uh, you know, if he were screaming at his players on field, that's one thing. Yeah. But, it's not like making this switch is going to make him a playoff team. Right. And the crazy thing is that the reason that Winston started or was put in halfway through game five is because Fitzpatrick was throwing all those interceptions. It was horrible. Yeah, right. he, he was a mess. Right. So both Winston and Fitzpatrick have had games that are unreal yes. statistically. Yep. Both of them have done an incredible job at points leading their team or bringing their team back in the second half. And both of them have been somewhat disastrous at times in terms of the turnovers. Which, um, is, which newsflash, is who they are. Exactly. That's who Fitzpatrick's been his entire exactly. career. And Jameis Winston has shown flashes of being better than that, but he's also shown flashes of really struggling like he did last week. If Tyrod Taylor were the backup, that's a move I could see them making. Because Tyrod Taylor has a good deep ball. Yep. Um, he'll keep the chains moving with his legs, but he doesn't throw interceptions. Right. If Alex Smith were the backup. I could see that. Again, the, doesn't turn the ball over. The, uh, yes. The offense will suffer, but you won't turn the ball over. Right. I don't see the benefit going to Fitzpatrick. Yeah. So when we last met, you were touting you really believed in Jameis Winston. Yep. I agreed with you. I picked yep. him up in one of my uh, leagues. The next week, he had like 43 points. He was unbelievable. You're welcome for that. Uh, luckily, I still won last week. Yeah. Even though I started Jameis Winston because I have a, I'm in that league I'm seven and one I have a very strong team in that league. Excellent. Um, but where do you see this going? Because I don't see Fitzpatrick being the starting quarterback from now through the rest of the year. And so on my team that I have Jameis Winston, I'm keeping him. In one of my other leagues, Fitzpatrick was dropped. I put in. A, I'll find out you know tonight if I get him or not. Uh, but I put in a claim for him. 
So it's he, not a league we're in, so I'm not. Well, that's okay because we have one league where he's available. We're in that oh, same is, league. Is he really available? Yeah, he's available. Why would GMFFL. someone drop him? Uh, they just dropped him last Sunday oh. morning. All right, well, I guess we're both putting in claims for him. Yeah, you're up against the uh, you're up against the salary cap. I'm, I'm not so concerned with. What do you, you. mean? I have a whole dollar to spend. I, I will. I guarantee you right now, I'm outbidding you. All right, fair. All that right, is fair. Uh, you know, just yesterday on my website, I put up an article called "Double Down or Retract." Double right? down or retract? Okay. Double down or retract? As yep. you know, since preseason, I've been touting Jameis Winston as the number one buy in all of fantasy football. Yes, just a great steal because he was out suspended the first three weeks. Yep. Uh, most people assumed he'd start the fourth week, but then Fitzpatrick, you know, did his Fitz magic, and but yeah. Jameis Winston still was a great buy at that point, assuming yep. he was going to be Jameis Winston. And, and he proved he he was proving me right the first two and a half games that he played. Yeah. Uh, so the question is, do I double down on that? Because if he was a good buy a week ago, or right. two weeks ago, right. he's an amazing buy now because everyone's ditching the guy. When our, conviction, when our convictions are challenged, many of us entrench ourselves, shouting even louder despite all the contradictory evidence. Others would suggest that we are not just stubborn, we're egotistical, and we hate to be wrong. But we would argue that we have confidence in our well-formulated convictions. That's what you wrote. That's exactly what I wrote. That's the, those are the opening sentences, yes. right? So I'm going to still say he's a good buy. Okay. I, I, will, I hedge your bets a little bit, right? You know? Some, obviously, you have to at some point be open-minded. Um, in the leagues where I have uh, Winston, I have been spending almost all of my free agent auction budget buying Fitzpatrick. Yes. I still think Winston, if, if people are dropping him or selling him for nothing, scoop him up. I still th- There's only one reason, Thunder, why he might not start another game. Okay. And that's his contract. Okay. So th- there's a clause in the contract. And, and maybe you can explain better to me why this clause even exists in football contracts. I all don't right. know. But there's a clause in the contract. If you pick up the fifth-year option yes. on a rookie contract, yep. it's guaranteed against injury. So if The money Winston, is guaranteed. Correct. So if Winston right. plays this year and gets injured, the contract is guaranteed. If he's not injured this year, the contract is not guaranteed. So I could see Tampa maybe right. it holding be, him out to protect the money. Right. It must be the way it's written to protect the player. Because yep. with so few guaranteed contracts in football, that's one way— that they wanted to protect the player so that the team couldn't just totally, you know, kind of do this. You know, sit him for the rest of the year, make sure he doesn't get hit, hurt, and then they, then the contract's not guaranteed. No, it's the opposite. If um, he gets hurt, right. the contract is guaranteed. Right. So this is an incentive for Tampa to keep Winston right. on the bench. Right, right. So this right. is an incentive for Tampa to keep right. him on the bench. I think that the NFL or the Players Association negotiated that they did you know, that, that they— Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That if you are going to do that, then Winston can go get another job. Uh, but if he's okay. hurt, he can't go get another job next year. Got it. So at least he should get paid. 
You know what? I be- that makes a lot of sense. Something like that. Yeah. Okay. So for that contract reason, I knew I'd figure it out somehow. Yeah, you're a smart guy. Oh, that's that's debatable. But. You have moments of smartness. I'll give you that. Done. Yes. Thank you. So that would be the only reason why I think Tampa would be inclined to keep Winston on the bench. That being said, they've pulled Fitzpatrick before. They've yes. pulled Winston before. Right. And they need to find, unless they are 100% convinced that Winston has no future there. Right. Right? you got to play him again. Here's my question about Tampa and a number of other teams. Because we see week after week, teams down 14, teams down 17, teams down 21, and they lose the game by three. You know, they, whatever it is. And I know you can't, you know, Chip Kelly tried to play at a pace that didn't work for the NFL. You can't play at a fast break pace for 60 minutes. But I look at a team like Tampa that clearly thrives when they're down by 14 or 17 and are trying to come back in the second half. You know, they are a second half comeback style team. Why can't they play that way the whole game without fully playing two minute drill, but at least up the pace on some level so that you are, you know, you are going no huddle or half huddle or getting guys up to the line or, or, or at least moving a little more quickly than we've got 60 minutes to play and we need to pace ourselves. Why wouldn't a team like Tampa that has nothing to lose play with that pace? It's a great question. What I, I understand, like you said, you can't sustain it for a whole game. I don't understand why you don't come out that way at the beginning of the game. Yeah. Right? You go to a basketball game. It's not that the players are kind of like wearing down the shot clock at the beginning of the game so they have their energy left. No. Right? They're, play- have, they're playing at effort. You play with effort 100% of the time. Yep. And basketball is a little different because you can sub in a little bit more freely. And, and I get you can't quite do it in football. I don't know why you don't come out that way. Right. Come out blazing. If you're Tampa Bay and all of a sudden you got a 7 nothing lead, or it's 10-10 in the second quarter, that changes what you can do in the second half. Yeah. And those things do wear down defenses in a different way from having the eight-minute drive. You know, having to chase up and down the field all game long, that wears the defense down too. The website is fantasyfootballforever.com. That's fantasyfootballforever.com. Moish Stegman's with us. He is the creator of that website. Uh, So you can email him through the website, uh, go to his musings, uh, check out the mailbag. Um, But he's been writing articles. So double down or attract? Are you doubling down or are you attracting? I, I, so it, I sounds du- like, it sounds I like you're in the middle. Down. You're doubling down. I, I would double if down. If you had to make a choice, if I had to make you, a you choice. have to choose one right. or the other. If I had to choose, let's put it this way. I don't think Fitzpatrick is going to start the rest of the year. Either he's just going to yep. hit a downer again. Um, he had one great season with the Jets a couple years ago, but he, yep. otherwise he has not had sustained well, success. Right, he's I was going to say years ago he had a good year with the Bills. Right, years but ago I mean, with the Bills. But his career has been so random. Yep. You know that. All right. So you before you, before this whole Jameis Winston thing happened, uh, you wrote an article uh, just a few days ago about the top five quarterbacks in the second half. You know we're eight games through or nine weeks through or whatever it is, and so most teams have played or we're eight, most teams have played seven or eight games, and we've seen um, maybe the best opening half of a season performance ever in Patrick Mahomes. It's been, I mean, it has been unbelievable what he specifically has done. Uh, earlier today on the crossover, which the, the radio show I do every day from 11 to 1 with Ted Davis and Dan Needles, I, we were arguing Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, and not arguing, but discussing, because ESPN.com just put out an article, what if Aaron Rodgers' career had been with Bill Belichick? You know, I saw that article. Yeah, you know, that sort of thing. And so I said, guys, none of this conversation matters. 
you can talk about Joe Montana or Rogers or Brady or whoever, Peyton Manning. We were, we'd thrown about we'd thrown about a bunch of names. I said none of this matters. The best quarterback in the history of the NFL. It's not even questionable. <laughs> no one else has had the first seven games of a career like Patrick Mahomes. It's Mahomes and the rest of the list. I mean, none of it. <laughs> so you have the top five quarterbacks in the second half. Obviously, Mahomes. I don't know if he was number one or if he was in the top three or whatever he was fantasy-wise. Um, can he keep this going? Yeah, so so the week before this one, I actually wrote an article that he's still my number one ranked quarterback for the second half of the season. Okay, I actually listed him as a sell because I think there are other quarterbacks. You can get so much for him? Yeah, because I think there are other quarterbacks who can be top five quarterbacks that you can get for Mahomes with another impact player. Right. So for that reason, I listed him as a sell, but... Only if you can really pull off a deal like that, because I still have him as my number one. Yeah. Um, my top five are listed alphabetically. Okay. Um, if you maybe pick a number one, I would pick Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Um, so Mahomes would be your number one. He would be my number one, um, even as good as he's been in the legal make adjustments and yada 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 and and Andy Reid. I feel like has always had. You know, we've had years where Alex Smith was great under Andy Reid, and then as the season went on, they tapered off a little bit. Yeah, he. I mean, this isn't this isn't Alex Smith, except for the five games that Deshaun Watson played last year, which were Mahomes, unbelievable. which were unbelievable. Yep. Mahomes is averaging more points per game than any quarterback in the past three years, <sighs> even when he regresses, which I'm sure he will. Yeah, I mean, you're going from the top quarterback in the past three years. Yeah, that's hard to beat. Okay, so yeah, I would still take Patrick that's Mahomes number good. one. Good point. The other everybody else I wrote uh, in alphabetical order. Obviously, Winston. I will need to cross off that yeah, list. So Winston um, was one of your top five quarterbacks correct. for the second. If half. I could go back and do Jameis Winston, if I could go back and do the Tampa Bay Buccaneers starting quarterback, yeah, I would make that one the top five. So you think Fitzpatrick is a very strong play as long on as a he's per in game the st- basis? Okay. Yes, I think he's a top five play. Okay. Yep. Wow. Um, so the combo of Fitzpatrick until the week, until the week he's not, and then Winston comes in and, and has in the an second amazing half. second half. Right. Exactly. Right. So if you, so, I would put the Tampa Bay quarterback, yeah, as the number five quarterback. Got it. Right. Okay. Two, uh, two, three, and four. Uh, I'll go alphabetically. You can, we can discuss the order, but okay. Basically, these top five are in a tier above themselves. Okay. Uh, the next one is Andrew Luck. Okay. Alphabetically. Okay. So I I'm, I haven't followed Andrew Luck. Very closely this year. I am a fan of Andrew Lux traditionally. Um, I feel like he started off slow and then has been much better the past few weeks. Is that fair? It, it is fair. It is fair. So three times I already mean, this season. But they played Oakland last week. Like, does that even count? You know, they played Oakland, but he still had four touchdowns. That's true. You know, he had under 200 yards. He had four touchdowns. Okay. Right? So that gives him 15 touchdowns in the past five games. Okay. Right? Three times already this season, he has thrown over 50 passes. Okay. So, so the arm strength throwing is, the ball. The arm strength is still improving. Yeah. It's not 100% where it is, but his arm is fine. Okay. His shoulder is holding up to the rigor. Yeah. The offensive line is getting better. We know what he's able to do um, from, from the past. And getting uh, Hilton back healthy, yep. getting Marlon Mack back healthy and playing right. well, getting Jack Doyle back. Okay. He was he's doing all of this before these guys were healthy. Who, who when T.Y. Hilton's not the number one there, Who's catching the ball there? Well, Ebron really stepped up. Okay. I, I was low on Ebron. He really stepped and, and up. And we've all been low on Ebron. You know, when he came to the Lions as a rookie, they said, oh, he's going to be the pass-catching guy. You know, he's he's really good. And we saw flashes, but we saw a lot of drops, too. A lot of, you know, he'd a go, lot of inconsistency. Right. I mean, he'd go he'd go 5 for 70 or 4 for 40 or 6 for 85, but then there'd be another 40-yard touchdown pass he'd drop. Exactly. And it's like 6 for 85 is a really good number for a tight end, but 7 for 120 in a touchdown is even better. Yep. He left too much on the field. Yes. Yeah. 
so no, he, he's been spreading around. Guys like Ryan Grant, Chester Rogers. Okay. I right? like he's Ryan been spreading Grant. around. I think Ryan Grant. Naeem Hines is the running back catcher. Yep. So he's been spreading it around. Okay. And the fact that he's been producing with those guys, yeah. and he's still getting better. So Luck is in my top five. Okay. Uh, the next guy, alphabetically, uh, he's he, he was a guy I had on a week ago. People are looking at him as top ten. He's He might be one of the biggest buys. Now is Cam Newton. Okay. He's playing like he did in that Super Bowl year. Yep. His touchdowns are there. His rushing is there. Christian McCaffrey. Rushing touchdowns. Rushing touchdowns. Yep. Christian McCaffrey's been a difference maker for him. Yeah. Because um, he has someone to catch it out of the backfield. I mean, that's a dynamic duo right there. It, it's McCaffrey, an amazing it's, duo. Yep. Yep. And he, he can throw a deep ball. Uh, DJ Moore starting to come on. Yep. Uh, so he has been doing his everything production. Running, passing, rushing touchdowns, passing touchdowns. I have Funches on one of my teams. And I... Maybe I've started him once this year. I looked at his numbers. They're not bad. They're not bad. He's, I mean, he's, you know, if you're looking for that second wide receiver or like a flex player when guys have buys and stuff like that, you could do a lot worse than Devin Funches. If you have a stacked team at other positions, Devin Funches is a great number three. Yeah. If you have some top, top end wide receivers, Devin Funches is a guy I'd love on my bench. Like you said, pop him in for a flex. Worst case, you get an injury. It's yep. not, you're not jumping off a cliff. Right. Yep. Yeah. So he's, I, I was surprised when I looked at his numbers, like, well, he's actually been pretty good this yeah. year. And the thing with Newton is you often talk about his rushing, produ- rushing production, keeping his floor high. Yeah. But right. the way he's playing now, his ceiling is just as high, too. Yeah. I have Cam in one of my leagues where I have two quarterbacks starting, or you have a quarterback starting, and then you have a super flex. Yep. And so I have Cam Newton and Deshaun Watson and Joe Flacco. And Cam Newton has started every game for me. Deshaun Watson, I've. Uh, Deshaun Watson's my clear number two, although there have been, um, you know, when he was playing the Jaguars, I think I had Flacco start because right. it's just a matchup thing. But Cam Newton, for me, uh, throughout the season and moving forward, is a must start. I, I wrote that you might be able to buy Newton after this past week because this, this article right. was a week ago because yeah. he was playing the Ravens. Right. He destroyed the Ravens. He did. He did. I, I did not, I did not Didn't see that see coming. Didn't see that coming. Nope. Yep. And you know his end of the season matchups. Last week's 13 through 16. Okay. At Tampa Bay. Uh, I mean, no resistance there. Nope. At Cleveland, they have moments. Right, they're not terrible. But they don't scare you. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You? Right. Hosting New Orleans. Well, no shoot resistance. Out, shoot out. Hosting Atlanta. Shoot out. No resistance. Right. So he might the, be the number one quarterback those last four weeks of the fantasy Three of those season. four weeks are shootouts. And Cleveland, you never know what you're going to get, but he should have at yeah. least a solid game, if yeah. not better. Yep. Okay. So Cam Newton. Yep. So we've got Mahomes. We have Lux. We have Newton. The other guy on my list is Aaron Rodgers. Uh, oh, he, yeah. I mean, I've heard of him. Yeah, Aaron yeah. Charles Rogers, no big deal. Yeah, you know? I think I first heard of him when I read that article yeah. know, today that you uh, Right, on right. ESPN.com. Yep. Yeah, I, I mean, every season that he started and completed healthy, he's been a top-two quarterback except for his rookie season. All right, so that's 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 where we start. Yeah. Because you just mentioned healthy. Yep. And there are those out there who would say he's not healthy, that he's, that he's healthy, that he's hurt, but he's not injured, he's hurt. And he's not fully Aaron Rodgers, even even as each week he feels better and better. From that week one injury, he's still not quite 100% Aaron Rodgers. So here's where I give him a bit of a pass. Okay. The first couple of weeks, 
Uh, I could see some of his passes were a little bit off. Yep. I think that's because he was adjusting to throwing on the the left uh, on the on the off leg. Yeah. Right. Because okay. you usually you plant on one leg. That was the injured leg, so he's throwing on the other leg. Right. But he's producing. He's okay. putting up his monster numbers. I don't think anyone in the Packers organization or Aaron Rodgers, even after the season, I don't think they're going to say like it's not an excuse. I mean, he's producing. He's running. Okay. He's certainly limited, but he's a quality right. enough quarterback to adjust to what he can do. Um, he's also been putting up good numbers. He's been putting up top 10 numbers this year. Okay. Right? Even despite that injury. Who's he throwing to? Well, that's, again, similar to Andrew Luck. Marquez, Scantes, Valdez, Valdez, Scantling. Scantling, Oh, come um, on. Equinemius. Equinemius St. Brown. Yeah. But that's who he's been throwing to. Okay. Right? Jimmy Graham has not stepped up. No, he has not. Devontae Adams has been a beast. Devontae Adams is great. He had some catches the last Sunday. I know he didn't get in the end zone. Yep. But he had a huge game without getting into the end zone. You know, had he gotten to the end zone, he would have had an epic game. Yep. But he had a great game. I mean, he is. He he and Aaron have really developed in, uh, with that chemistry. And, and there were questions if Devontae Adams is a true elite number one or if he's a good top dog receiver, but not quite an elite number one. Fair. I think he's answered those the first half of the season. I think so. Yeah. So that, that team is, is getting better if Jimmy Graham can come along and get in sync. Um, but but the, the the numbers are there for Rodgers, even though he's been he's been hurt for most of the season. He's getting better. Yep. I, I don't see how you can't include him in the top five. So Luck, Mahomes, Newton, Rodgers, and the Tampa quarterback. And it's funny that you have those guys listed because they're all, I think, perception-wise – Valued very differently. Like, yeah. if I wanted to go trade for Mahomes, Impossible. I'm, I'm giving up the house. Yep. If I'm going to trade for Luck, I think I got a shot there. Unless the owner really is in love with Luck, you know, because of what he's done over the past couple of years and been hurt and the team's not great. Or because he's reading my blog post. Right, right. Right. I think you can get Luck at a pretty decent price. Aaron Rodgers, it depends on who you're dealing with. Some people are not trading Aaron Rodgers. He was a high pick. He's my guy. Mm-hmm. Some people are like... Well, he's underperforming in the you know you know with especially with Packers fans. Packers fans are so hot and cold. Some people are you can't have Aaron Rodgers. Some people are like, I'm so mad at the Packers right now. Here's Aaron Rodgers. Yep, I want nothing to do with him. Right, and Cam Newton's kind of the same way. If you've really been watching Cam Newton, you know he's putting up the numbers. But if you haven't really been watching him, if or if you don't like his style and you don't trust the running, uh, and the Tampa, I mean, what do you do with the Tampa quarterbacks? I mean. Jameis Winston should be on a team in every league right now. But can you trade Could you trade Devin Funches for Jameis Winston? Some guys all his wide receivers on bye, and he thinks Jameis Winston's done for the year, and he's going to drop him anyway. Or could you, or could you trade Joe Flacco for Jameis Winston? You know, that where, here, here's your starting quarterback. And Jameis Winston, there's a chance he doesn't start the rest of the year. If he does, he'll have better numbers than Joe Flacco. Maybe that's worth the risk. You know, if Devin Funches is my number five wide receiver, I, tr- I would trade him for Jameis Winston. Yep. Yeah, Joe Flacco, I would trade him for Jameis Winston. Right. Because right, like I don't know if you you trade a starting wide receiver. Correct. But if it's, if it's that guy who's right on the edge, like, again, he starts if you have buys, he's kind of your 3-4. Your injury protection. Right, your injury protection. Yep. You know, you could like – one guy, and not not in this conversation, but one guy I had on, on a, a couple of my teams was Nelson Aguilar. Mm-hmm. Well, Nelson Aguilar started the season amazing. You know, and, and he and Foles had it going. Wentz comes in, and Aguilar falls off the face of the earth. They bring in Jordan Matthews. Now they trade for Golden Tate, and I think Aguilar is going to disappear, essentially. And so I've already dropped him in one league just because I got somebody else better for him. 
Um, but you have to watch matchups like that throughout the season. Let's say I told you that Jameis Winston, instead of getting benched, uh, hurt it towards meniscus. Usually okay. that's, what, a four- to six-week recovery? Yeah. I think MCL's two to four. Yep. Four to six weeks. Yep. Maybe he'll be back in a month and still be an elite player. Maybe at that point they'll just put him on IR for the season. Right. You still give something up for him. You, you might give up punches because if he comes back. Right. If you can stash him as exactly. the last guy in your roster and exactly. bring him back for the playoffs, especially if you're starting Andy Dalton or Alex Smith or Joe Flacco exactly. or something like that. Now, if you have one of these other top five guys, you don't have to go get Jameis Winston. Right. But if you, but, or if you're in a two-quarterback league and you have one of these guys, all of a sudden you go get Jameis Winston and uh, you're sitting pretty in the playoffs if, if he, he comes, comes back. back. If exactly. he doesn't come back. Again, you you don't want to give up too much for him. Yep. But you can give up enough for him that it's worth holding a roster spot for him. And I think there's enough of a possibility of him coming back. I'm looking at him as a guy who who has an injury and yep. he's supposed to be out for four to six weeks. Right. Two to five weeks. Yep. And we'll have to see. Uh the website's fantasy football forever, fantasyfootballforever.com. Uh, we're here with Moy Steigman. He is the author and creator of fantasyfootballforever.com. Uh, you can email him through the website. Um, and it's uh, you know he specializes in two quarterback systems, but he really knows it all. I mean, you know that's a that's a I'd say he specializes in that just because he likes you know and that I you, love it. you you love the two quarterbacks. I do too. Um, I don't know if I told you this. So in one of my leagues with a bunch of college guys that you know, um, I had somebody quit our league mid mid year. You mentioned that? Did I mention that? To yeah. You? Um, so this is the first year we added a super flex. So everybody could start a second quarterback. And you didn't have to, um, but you could. And we had somebody in our league who actually worked at one time for an NFL team. Yep. And he, um, the, the week that Tannehill got hurt, uh, he, he, the waiver situation in this league is stupid. Like, it's just when you can pick guys up and how you pick them up and how they get replaced. It's the, the times are bad. It's just, it's just, it's a, it's a dumb way it's run. Okay. So I will say that to his defense. Okay. But, but he knew that coming in. But he knew that coming in. And he also knew that when Tannehill got hurt, he could have gone and picked up Brock Osweiler. Yeah. And I don't know if he missed it or if he got outbid or what happened. I have no idea. But as game time was approaching Sunday at noon, he only had one active quarterback. Now, at Superflex, you can put other guys. You don't have to have. Now, odds are you're going to lose, but not always. Listen, things happen. I, Jameis Winston, started for me last week. He had nine points, and I won my matchup just because the rest of my team outperformed the other team. It happens. Um, so instead of not jumping to conclusions, this guy had a fit and quit the league in the middle of the season. He's Vontae Davis. He's Vontae Davis. That's right. Yep. He's Vontae Bill's linebacker who quit right. at halftime quit at in the half middle time. of a game. He just retired quit. at halftime. I mean, it's like, don't you want to just reach through the computer screen and slap him in the face? Yeah. Yeah. I know him. He's bigger than me, but I'll do it anyway. He is. Yeah. He's not as big as he was in college, but <laughs> he's just as dumb. <laughs> I'll leave that one for you and, and your league mates. You know, you just don't do that. Right. It's fantasy football. Right. In the end, this is fun. Yeah. Or supposed to be. be. Thank you. And if you're not having fun, you email the guys. You say, you know what? I thought I was going to be having a great time. This has been a real drag. I'll keep setting my lineups, but just a heads up. And if you can find someone to take my spot, please do. Yeah. No problem with that. Right. You're mailing it in, but you're at least letting people know. You just, you don't up and quit. Yep. And it's funny because this group of guys, and you know this group of guys, 
they all have love-hate relationships with each other. You're supposed to like, with this kind like, of group. Like, yeah. like, That's what your college like, friends are like, for. Like they just all, they love each other, but they hate each other. And it's like... You love the person, you want the person to suffer more than anybody else exactly. in a fantasy football world. And it's like, yeah. guys, just get along. Like, what is wrong with you people? We're adults. We're not We're not 20 anymore. Yep. Um, so it was just, that's just a, an aside, but it's just like so ridiculous. I've passed the need for drama in fantasy football. Yeah, it's just not worth it. No. Nope. And we, you know, we've been in leagues, we've seen it. And I think you do a great job at like calming people down and getting people to say, hey, all right, all right, you're mad. I get it. It's fantasy. You don't want to be a part of it? Don't be a part of it. You want to figure this out? Let's figure it out together. Like, the, Thanks. It's fantasy. Yeah, I, I try. I, again, I, I want people who are passionate. Right, yeah, that means they're going to be involved. That right. means they're going to care. Yep. The moment it starts feeling or sounding personal, yeah. that's when you got to step back. Because yes. it is fantasy football. Exactly. I want you to lose in fantasy football, but I want you to enjoy being in the league. And if you're not enjoying being in the league, then as a what, commissioner, I'm not doing my job well enough. Right. What's the point? Yep. Um, so I wanted to get back a little bit real quick uh, to what we talked about at the beginning. Can I ask of you one question first? Sure. Yeah, Let me yeah. ask you one go question because this is something you brought up just a little bit ago. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to put two and two together and put you on the spot. Okay. Go you ahead. talked about the article with uh, comparing Rodgers and Brady as yes. the GOAT. Yes. And then you threw out the name Patrick Mahomes. Yes. Right? Having He threw more touchdowns these passes I mean, than anybody the be- else. The best first seven games in the history of the NFL. Correct. Kurt Warner was the guy who had more touchdown passes. Okay. Kurt Warner's. Yeah. Right? You are the GM of the Packers for the next two and a half minutes. Okay. Congratulations. Thank you. I'll take the it. The first thing you do is offer me. Suck it, Goody. The first, yeah. The first yeah. thing you do is offer me a contract. Of course. Right? Which yeah. cannot be revoked by, right. the, by your successor. Nice. Right. I, I accept, by the way. Okay. Here's the question. You get a call from the Chiefs. Yeah. Pretend the player's salaries are neutral. Okay. So salaries, salaries have no effect. Matter. Yep. Right? They offer you Patrick Mahomes for Aaron Rodgers. So first of all, with the current play- player salaries, I do it in a second. Agreed. Because Mahomes is on his rookie deal and He's got Rodgers two more years left and then he can be extended for the fifth year. Um, yep. If the salaries were if the salaries weren't part of the equation, yep. um I'd probably lean oof, I feel like I'd lean towards still doing it. Tell me why. Because I don't think this year's Packers team is good enough to win anything of significance. And we've seen how important it was to go from Favre to Rodgers to keep a team winning 10-plus games a year. Now, we haven't, we don't have the Super Bowls to show for it. We have two total, and it's not enough as Packers fans. But to sustain that amount of success, it starts at the quarterback position. If Aaron's got four more years and Mahomes has 12 more years or 14 more years, we've also seen what happens when you don't have a, a solid quarterback situation. Look at Detroit. Look at Chicago. Minnesota's still bouncing around and looking for guys, and, and they bring in guys at the end of their career. And They almost did it with Favre, but not quite. If you can solidify the quarterback position for the next 14 years and then figure it out, and I trust Goody more than I trusted Ted, yep. I think you have to do it. Yeah. I just do. I, I think you have, you know, I mean, that might be uh, a complete, uh, um, I might be a complete heretic, in Wisconsin, but I think you have to do that. Would I trade Tom Brady for Patrick Mahomes? In a second. Well, Tom Brady, That's different because Brady's different. get two more years, not, right. not four to six more right. years. And there's um, a better team around in New right. England than yes. there is in Green Bay. Um, but I think that's why you do it in Green Bay. Yeah. Because Rodgers gives them a far better chance to win this year. 
Yes. Mahomes still has, but she still not, has growth but and learning. But they're not winning anything this year anyway. Exactly. I think I would do it too. Oh, it's man. heretical, isn't it? It is. It really is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Oh. But I thought about that when you, when you were talking about Brady yeah. and Rodgers, and then you threw out Patrick Mahomes. Now, I mean, part of it is, are we all jumping on the Mahomes bandwagon too soon? And is there a chance that in a year or two, the league catches up to him and he's not that special? I mean, no. RG3 was special. RG3 was special. His first year. His, his first year was his special. His first year. Right. Yep. And so if you judge him by his first year, you know what? I'll trade my franchise for RG3. Here's the difference. Yeah. RG3 was special because of his legs. True. Mahomes is special because of his arm and his talent. Yeah. And by right. So I read no, this story, right. where right. was it, a couple weeks ago, that what, what made the Chiefs fall in love with him is Mahomes, during his, his interview, pre-draft interview, okay. he came in and they, I guess, like told, taught him a couple of plays, that kind of thing. And he came back the next day and they said, they said to him, all right, what did we teach you yesterday? He not only was able to teach each of the position players where they were supposed to be, but he basically repeated almost verbatim, using wow. the words that the coaches were using, what he was supposed to do. That's amazing. And by the, sto- the account of the story, that's when they were sold on Mahomes. Yep. So he seems like a guy who's got the head yeah. to do it and the talent. No, he does. And, yeah. and it's, you know, from everything like that story, but everything else you hear about him, it, it does seem. Yep. Um, so I think you have to make that trade. I think so. Um, now, certainly with the salary cap ramifications um, right now, I'd make that trade in a second, but yes. that's that's that's, that's a, that wasn't the hypothetical. No, exactly. Ex- yeah, that was too easy. Then. Right, that was. Yeah. Um, so you know, one of the things I wanted to to touch on real quick before uh, we end the podcast um, is, you know, we talked about what happened in Pittsburgh uh, last Saturday morning at a synagogue, um, and and we've talked about this throughout the years about how sports is that unifier. You know, after 9-11, how New York came together, and, you know, Piazza hits that walk-off home run against the Braves, and it was like, we all remember that, and that was unbelievable. And every football team uh, that Sunday, and I, I can't remember if the Packers were playing Sunday night or Monday night, but they were hosting the Redskins, and uh, Gadorzi, who went to Air Force Academy, came out with a flag running through mm-hmm. Lambeau, and it's just like, you get chills when, when that sort of stuff happens. And... I, I know that I, I saw today on social media, you know, the Pittsburgh Penguins had special patches on their uniforms about, you know, uh, overcoming hate and that sort of thing. Um, and, and I just think it's it's it's. You know, some of the last vestiges on radio and, and radio is the medium I love are local sports and local politics. And, you know, because music you can hear anywhere. You can hear music on Spotify and Pandora and the iHeartRadio app and, and all these different places. But you can't get local personalities and, and local content really in long form except for sports and politics. Well, we all know what a divider politics is and how strongly people feel. And not maybe not quite as strongly. But we also see that if you live in Wisconsin, your politics may be 100% diametrically opposed to your neighbor. But on Sunday at noon, you're both got the Packers flag flying. All October, you were cheering together for the Milwaukee Brewers, you know, through game 163, through the Rockies, through the Dodgers, or up to the Dodgers. And, you know, I know you see it as well. Sports is this unifier. It's remarkable. You know, on a day-to-day level, sports brings up some of the most heated conversations that you can have. Absolutely. Fire McCarthy, keep McCarthy. Yep. Right? What do you mean you trade Rodgers for Mahomes? That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. He's Aaron Rodgers. Exactly. Right? Uh, Cubs fans, Brewers fans. Ugh. Right. Vikings fans. Yes. Packers fans. Anger. Right. Real anger. anger. Disagreement. Yes. Right. And, uh, we, and frankly, we've seen violence. You know, Dodgers, yeah. Giants fans. I mean, we've seen outbursts. That's right. 
at the end of the day, it, you know, what the Steelers and what the, the, the Penguins did really, I, I mean, to me, it just sends a, a, it's a, it's a model for all of us. Yeah. Right? I, I mean, the Steelers, af, before and afterwards, from coaches to players, were talking uh, about what happened in the city. Tomlin mentions he lives in the Squirrel Hill area, yeah. where the, that part of Pittsburgh where the synagogue's located. Um, there were two brothers who were killed, and their sister yeah. worked for a while. For the Steelers. Oh, wow. So players yep. and coaches and teammates were mentioning her by name. The whole team went to their funeral. Wow. Right? Tom Lee rescheduled his press conference. It's amazing. Uh, the Penguins, right? They, they, they changed their patches. Yep. Right? To accommodate, to show a solidarity. Uh, after the game, I forget which one, but it was one of the Penguins players was saying, we really wanted to win the game for, you know, for Pittsburgh. Right. They, they ended up tying. But I so said, like, on my mind, when we were trying to come down from 2-0, and it was really for the city of Pittsburgh. Yep. And you hear it, like you said, after 9-11, after the Boston Marathon. Yep. Bombing. Oh, sure. After the hurricane. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, if, not the, after the, right. the flooding in New Orleans. Yep. I mean, right? after the Boston Marathon, you know, the next night the, the Bruins are playing in the playoffs, and Rene Roncourt, who's like this famous singer, stopped singing. Mm-hmm. And the crowd sang the Nash. And it was like, I mean, I get tears in my eyes because it was amazing. And it's my city. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it, it's really a reminder that, that look, I mean, even, even the Pittsburgh players were saying it themselves. If we can distract people for a half, three hours, Right. Then we're serving our purpose. Our yep. purpose isn't to be the most important thing. No. Our purpose is to distract you because there are more important things. Right, And that's what sports is there for. Yeah. It, 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 it was, it's beautiful. It was it a beautiful is. show. It was a beautiful sign of solidarity. Absolutely. The website, again, is fantasyfootballforever.com. Fantasyfootballforever.com. Uh, Moish has his top five quarterbacks of the second half. And, again, there's an amendment there. It's Cam Newton. It's Andrew Luck. It's Aaron Rodgers. It's Pat Mahomes. Listed as Jameis Winston. But, remember, that's Tampa Bay quarterback. It is so, Tampa Bay quarterback. So, T-B-Q-B. Perfect. You know? And there are some leagues that go team that do team quarterback. And that would be, you know, if you have Tampa Bay quarterback as your team quarterback. That's I'm not a good, trading him. Right. No, that's a good place to be. That's for sure. Uh, Moish, thanks so much for coming in. Thanks, as always, for having me, Thunder. Uh, I love your costume. Thank you I very much. I love what you're wearing today. Yes, well. You are monocolor today. I am. I'm all purple all the time today. So. All your listeners would have guessed purple. Yes. They that, should have that, it. That's least. my color. It's your color. It, it is. Looks, it, it, it's beautiful. Well, thank you very much. I you're appreciate it. You're very welcome. That. He is Marsh Steigman, author and creator of FantasyFootballForever.com, FantasyFootballForever.com. You can contact him through the website. Uh, you can also email me, thunder at TheBig920.com. If you want to get in touch, uh, you can follow me on Twitter, at Mitch Nellis. Friend me on Facebook. Send me messages. I send back. I interact. Uh, that's part of uh, the fun of doing sports radio and, and being a, a personality or a pseudo-local uh, personality or, or as a celebrity, as I like to say. Definitely a personality. Yeah, definitely a personality. Definitely something. You know, no lack thereof. Uh, he is Moy Steigman, fantasyfootballforever.com. Uh, and uh, I know we've got uh, – actually, we have a cool podcast coming up next week. Um, there's a new coffee book out, uh, The NFL in 100 Pictures. So somebody put together, like, over the last 50 or 60 years, like, I don't know if it's 100 of the most iconic pictures or unconventional pictures. I haven't, I haven't gotten the book yet, uh, but I'm excited for that podcast to come up. Uh, and we might get into a little, you know, we do, we've done fantasy football with much. Might get into a little gambling because gambling's, air quotes, legal now or in some places, kind of legal now. Um, and I've always been enamored with the gambling society and, and how to pick games and that sort of thing. So I might, uh, I might throw my hat in that ring and see uh, if I start picking games on a, on, you know, on a Friday for that Sunday, how, how it goes. Interesting. For all, um, you know, all virtual. You know, there'd be no real money on the line. But just if I were to be if betting, real money. Exactly. College my, flashbacks. 
Yeah, exactly. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, he's Moy Steigman. Thank you once again. Uh, my name is Mitch Nellis, a.k.a. Thunder, here on the iHeartRadio app, the It's All Thunder podcast. Remember, today, like every day, it's, it's all, all thunder. thunder. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.